I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week I find someone interesting to talk about it with. But this week is the special live on location San Diego Comic Con blog pods. It is Thursday morning. I'm waiting for my Uber to get back to the convention center and I'm already exhausted. It's so sad. I was just talking to Jackie on the phone. Jackie's uh, my fiance. She's coming down uh, this afternoon and they're excited to have her... uh, curtailing my enthusiasm she has to do that and yeah she's just like are you already exhausted <laughs> that's pathetic and yeah it's been uh last night's uh hasbro debacle and getting the itty bitties and and just a lot of standing waiting to get in for preview night you know today i'll just be able to walk straight in but preview night you want to try to get in as early as possible so you can get to those exclusives which didn't work out but we'll talk about that when uh, Jackie is here we will fully go through how exactly I got my first order Stormtrooper it's a pretty cool story it's uh, it's in the spirit of Comic Con so it's pretty sick now um, if you guys don't know the Force Awakens panel in Hall H the big six and a half thousand seat auditorium is Friday night at 5.30. Today is Thursday, and before the Force Awakens panel, there's Game of Thrones, there's two Walking Deads. This is the most competitive day to get into Hall H. Thus, we may have to sleep out. So the first thing I'm going to do is suss out if the next day line has started. So we'll see how that goes. Alright you guys, it is about 10 to 1, we are in a room with many letters, Yes. and I'm with... Uh, followed by a couple of letters, I'm not sure which ones. Yeah, we're in, it doesn't matter what room we're in, we're in a room, there's about 500 seats or something, yeah go for it man. And I'm with uh, Dominic from the Star Wars Underground Podcast, how you going Dominic? Hey, I'm good, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I was tense. Yeah. I had a tense morning. Yeah. We went down to the the people lining up for the Star Wars whole uh, age tomorrow, and people slept out the night before, yeah. so they're ahead in the line so they can sleep out the night before. That's a double night sleepover. That's wild. I, I I don't know if I could even do that. <laughs> it's a, it's a, maybe for the movie. For the movie, could probably do that. But for a, a panel with no footage. <laughs> Yeah. It's just that the panel's also at the end of the day. Yeah. So you're wiping off two days of Comic-Con. Yeah, really. I mean, I guess you can sleep 
during Saturday. You know, you don't have to watch Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, but still. I, I, I could sort of picture myself going to sleep, but I imagine all that gaming of throning would be pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people yelling, Jon Snow lives or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> That's a major spoiler there. <laughs> Good on you, Snowy. Way to keep living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be pretty loud. It'd be pretty loud. I don't think I don't think Game of Thrones fans or Walking Dead fans are too too quiet. Yeah, and uh, they, yeah, it's so bizarre. We've talked about it so many times in the podcast. How frustrated I am with the the 16th annual animation spectacular or something that, that's on at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's going to be. I mean. I don't know. That'll be interesting, I guess. <laughs> that is going to be the most unhyped crowd. Yeah, really. It's going to be all the people going, yeah, 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 get to the Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> Animate the clock going faster. <laughs> <laughs> Look, unless you're showing us an animated Kylo Ren, we're not interested. <laughs> um, did you go to preview night last night? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We were uh, just walking around inside, saw the pandemonium at the Hasbro booth, and... and uh, fortunately, was not among the people that were punched or robbed or trampled. <laughs> it was it was seriously like um, a reenactment of the trailer to World War Z. It was just people climbing yeah. on top of each other. Oh my god! Yeah, and there was no clear end to the line, that and the no end. one looked like Brad Pitt. It was yeah, bullshit. It was, it, was, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Brad Pitt had been there, okay, fine. You know, he, he could just grab they, what they should have done is they had Brad Pitt there, give him a couple of stormtroopers, and just have him throw him into the air and see. If, Watch people kill each other over them. He'd probably have to keep them for all the uh, the dozens of children he's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, we haven't even said what we're here for. We're here yeah. to watch um, the ILM yeah, panel. It's, it's, so what's, tell us what's going on. Yeah, it's it's kind of a history of ILM, as, as far as I can tell from the like three sentence descriptions. They never give good descriptions for these things. Yeah. Um, and of course, ILM's the uh, special effects house that was founded to make uh, sweet X-Wings yeah. do cool things in, in 1977. So uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit of Star Wars stuff. I imagine we'll see a dinosaur or two. Dinosaur, yeah, maybe some... Uh, uh, what else? Have they, they've, they've done everything. So you could just think of any big action movie. There probably is a chance they could be... Uh, there could be something from that. I think they were hinting at maybe some indie stuff as well. Ooh, maybe so. some uh, offcuts from Driving Miss Daisy. Oh yeah, well, that, that would be <laughs> <laughs> from from the Driving Miss Daisy uh, Need for Speed uh, crossover yeah. event. Because the, the actor in Driving Miss Daisy, the driver was actually white, so it was amazing special effects <laughs> to digitally blackface that actor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and to give him James Earl Jones's voice. <laughs> Or no, not James Earl Jones. Uh, Wasn't Morgan, it Morgan Freeman? Freeman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. You are so racist, I, man. I, oh, no. Okay, here's, here's why. James Earl Jones did a, a play, of, did the play oh. version of that in, in the West End in London. See, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm, he saved himself <laughs> with some facts. <laughs> Isn't it James Earl Jones and, um, like, Jessica Fletcher, Angela Lansbury, they're I, doing it? I don't know. <laughs> I know James Earl Jones is in it. Didn't he win some award while he was for it or something? I don't know. Hey, we've all won awards, yeah, buddy. All-, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like it's about to start. Yeah, so, um, got some, got some Star Wars legends up here. We got Lauren Peterson who worked on The Empire Strikes Back. That's pretty cool. Um, John Goodson, Jeff White. I can't tell who the other guy is, but uh, but Lauren Peterson alone. I mean, that's he's one of those guys. He was working on the Walkers for uh, Empire Strikes Back. So. It's going to be a good Nice. All right. Well, let's enjoy. Yeah. 
in which you actually have money as opposed to uh, being a student. I, I one time said, God, this project could go so much faster if I had a small injection motor, and the production manager said, well, can we get one? And I said, oh yeah, but they're kind of expensive. And I, he said, well, how much? And I said, well, I saw a little desktop one for $1,500. He said, how fast can we get it? Take a truck and get it. Yeah. And I just wasn't used to that kind of thing um, from being a student uh, prior to that. You know, $1,500 was uh, many times the rent that I would have placed at the little hovel that I was living in. you guys it's 209 we just uh, saw the ILM panel which was awesome Amazing. and uh, now we got everyone in the room won a raffle to yes. get a uh, <laughs> a free ILM t-shirt yeah and the thing was we're going we're trying to find the hotel to pick up our t-shirt but we have no idea what's on the t-shirt yeah we have no idea it's it's gray and there looks like there are some people on it I don't know if it's Star Wars or if it's... I don't know what it is. We're just kind of... We're hoping it's good. It has to be good. Every time they held it up, we were just like... <laughs> does anyone work out what's on that T-shirt? But we were, we were sitting pretty close, yeah. too. Like, we were in, the like, the seventh row. It wasn't like we were at the back of the room. I, um... Did you notice when we were in our first seat, we watched... We sat through, a, like, a video game panel to watch yeah. it. The, um... That giant Samoan dude came and sat next to you and then put his arm around you? No, he didn't put his arm around. Or I don't know if he did, I didn't notice. Yeah, because you were leaning forward okay. and he was so big, so he had his arm like <laughs> like he was moving in for a sweet move at a oh, date. Jeez, I did. <laughs> well, I, I guess I should take that as a compliment, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought it was really good. We heard... Uh, you know, the, the, the 40 year history of ILM, but yeah. I thought at the end, the big reveal should have been that one of those guys wasn't actually there. <laughs> that, that was a, and they just pixelated away. Yeah, it was a hologram, a new hologram technology. Huh? Yeah, so, so a good panel, but disappointing that uh, we didn't yeah. get a holographic panel member. Yeah, no holographic Dennis Muren. I mean, that would have been, that would have been something like an animatronic one. And he's, you know, he's 100 miles away speaking into a microphone. <laughs> you know, if, if the, the signal could cut out for a minute and, you know, the, 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 the woman who was hosting it go, so what do you think? Uh, and we'd just all just sit there waiting and like, Dennis? <laughs> and Sam Neill would have been in the other end of the room just looking in awe. <laughs> but, uh, all right, well, let's uh, see if we can get this T-shirt yeah. and just to uncover the mystery of what what's it? on the T-shirt. <laughs> All right, it's uh, what time is it, Dominic? It is two fifty-five p.m. Okay, so if you're keeping track, we just spent about an hour. An hour, yeah, about forty-five minutes. Going from hotel to hotel, we went to four different hotels to try to find the fulfillment room. <laughs> we were two very unfulfilled young men. Yes. <laughs> but then we handed in our little tickets yeah. after our search of hotel to hotel. Four hotels. And uh, we got our T-shirt, our ILM T-shirt, and I don't think if I knew what the T-shirt was and what was involved. Like if someone said, you can have this T-shirt if you go to four different hotels first, I feel like you can go to hell, lady at the panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it, it really... It's, it's, our, it's our fault because we suck at listening to directions. <laughs> they said at the beginning of the panel, 
go to the Hyatt, which we took as go to the Hilton. So we went to... We went and, to and then we took it as go to the other Hilton. Yeah, yeah. so we went to the Hilton in the Gaslamp district. And they're like, no, no, you have to. there's another Hilton on the other side of the convention center. So we walk over there. They're like, no, 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 you have to go to the Marriott, which is on the other side of the convention center as well. And all I heard was go to the other side. <laughs> Not that there'd be two different hotels on the other side. How yeah. dare they? Yeah, exactly. And then we get into the Marriott and they're like, no, no, you have to go next door to the Hyatt. But they did say that they'd had a fair few people come past and ask. So... <laughs> It's not as though we're alone in yeah. our our and moron there, abilities. And there aren't, like, big signs that say fulfillment room this way. Yeah. If you're feeling unfulfilled, head oh. this way or anything like that. No, there's... It's behind the hotel. It's at the back entrance. And there's these, like... There's a security guard and a person sitting down with a little sign that's, you know, six inches by six inches. <laughs> and it says fulfillment room in here. We're finally fulfilled. Finally, yeah. We're feeling, feeling quite fulfilled with these gray t-shirts that seem to have on they have Darth Vader I think that's who is that is that Iron Iron Man yeah Iron Man uh, a pirate ship and a T-Rex T-Rex yeah so that's that's pretty cool I guess that's pretty cool I guess I don't know if it's worth 45 minute walk from between four hotels but no it was not but uh if we had gone to the right one first then it definitely would have been worth it (laughs) (laughs) if only but as we were saying just before I can't wait to get another fulfillment ticket because I know exactly where yeah, to go. We won't have to. We won't have to wander around. We can be like everybody. Follow us. We know where we're going. And more importantly, we know a lot of places where not to go. Yeah, exactly. Or we could really confuse everybody and say, yeah, 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 it's it's over there, and then we go and we get first choice of what we want. First choice of the same grey t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we were worried that we would get there and they'd be like, well, guys, we've got extra small left. Well, they had so many because I don't think anyone else can find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. They're probably like, the hell, the panel ended, <laughs> you know. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast while Comic-Con's still on, get down to that fulfillment room because they've got a pile of ILM t-shirts. Yeah, you could, pro- you know, you need an orange ticket, but you could probably just pay somebody. <laughs> I'll be happy to be paid for my 45 minutes of time. <laughs> So uh, now we are going to try meet up with Chris, who does the Star Wars Underground podcast with Dominic. What did I say? You said underground. Underground, underworld. Ah, sorry. (laughs) Star Wars Underworld. I did, yeah. I did a a radio interview in Toronto with you know the the big. I heard you talk about that. Yeah, the big Toronto uh, morning show. And the host goes on, yes, we've got Dominic Jones from the Star Wars Underground. I'm like, do I correct him now or do I just go with the the flow? But you know what? Everybody gets that wrong. Hollywood Reporter got that wrong. (laughs) You're like, yes, I I am uh, Daniel from the Star Trek Underground. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Star Trek. Star Trek Underground with with, with Daniel, uh, Clive, and Bill. It's it's one of those MP3 casts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go uh, find Chris from the Star Wars Underworld podcast, one that I listen to every week, and uh, then we're gonna go check on. A place where no one seems fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Wars Hall H, Hall H line. Yeah. All right.
right, you guys, it is 7.27, Thursday night, and we are in the Hall H line, and I am hanging out with a veteran of the Hall H line. He's about to do his second night camped out. It's my first time ever doing it, but it's my second day here, so I guess I'm a veteran, huh? And it's Jason from Making Star Wars. Yeah, makingstarwars.net, that's, that's my site. Now, uh, I'm scared, you guys. You know my policy on spoilers. And uh, I am very scared whenever I talk to Jason because his policy on spoilers is the exact opposite. Yeah, anything goes. But at the same time, I don't want to ruin anybody's, like, good time. So I've done pretty well today, don't you think? Oh, it was amazing. Very. Yeah. You, you... I didn't let anything out on accident. Yeah, even, I think you stopped one sentence. Right, yeah. See, I, I get that and I'm like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do that to him right now. Now, I, what was last night like in the line? So, last night I got here and there were close to 100 people in line. So, I thought, okay, I, I feel energized. I just got into San Diego. I'm like, Star Wars, I want to do this. So, I came down here. I got in line. Most people were like starting to sleep because it was like about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. But then it started to rain. Like a light drizzle. Not bad. Not like heavy rain. But for Californians, it's like that might as well be like the apocalypse. <laughs> so everyone's just like really miserable and, and wet. And then now here I am, how, however many hours later, and I'm sunburned because it was the hottest day ever. And we should point out what we're seeing here. There is, There has to be 4,000 people in this line. There's too many humans. That's all I know. Like, if you're ever thinking about having a kid and you're not sure if you want to, don't bother. We got enough, really. We're good. <laughs> I think we're good. And so there's at least 4,000. It goes up the concourse of this. We're sort of by the San Diego water, whatever. If it's a river or a creek or a bay. It's, like a, it's a bay, I guess. It's a bay. Okay, San Diego Bay. <laughs> and uh, it goes up the concourse, then back down, and then it goes over this little bridge onto an island, and, that, and then it sort of snakes around this island. It is... What is wrong with us? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but we can't not make it in. we we got to make it in. It's like we're, we're, we're 100... Okay, we're at like the 100 spot in this line. It's beautiful though. The, the, the view, I gotta say, when I did Star Wars Celebration, I did the overnight line there for J.J. Abrams. That was just dismal. It was just dank and dark and underground looking. You know, there's no windows here. It's pretty nice, I guess. I've, I've done worse. And we are podcasting on lush green grass. Yeah. It's, it's delightful. Now, um, one thing you brought up uh, when we were talking before was I was interested to know a spoiler that you had that has since been spoiled and you were telling me about you knew about BB-8 so long ago and what, who was BB-8 back in the day when you found out about BB-8 when I, when I first found out about BB-8 he was a square little droid with two little like chicken legs and he was just called Sally's droid Sally? Sally's droid there was a lot of different um, names for Ray in, in the initial phases, I think, to keep it a secret. So sometimes you would see Sally's dr Sally, you would see Snow Girl, um, Kira was the popular one. And um, then they announced it's Ray, and it's like, oh, okay, so that's her name. What did you think um, about Snow Girl? About oh, Snow Girl? Or just things that you hear, yeah. like, like 
like when you saw BB-8 with the little chicken legs, were you just like, oh, this is maybe? It sounds horror. Like it sounds like it's, it sounds like a parody of something bad that put in the new Star Wars film. It it made me think that they were trying to capture Wally, like the essence of like that Wally kind of robot look. That's kind of what it had. And so, yeah, when it was happening, I was like, oh, I don't know what to think about this. And then over time, we would see a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And eventually hit a point where it was ultra convincing that BB-8 was going to be, like, really, really great. Then uh, Star Wars Underworld, uh, I think, released, the, like, the, the best depiction. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. ...of BB-8 that we saw. And that was when I was like, okay, BB-8... Started off as a little ugly duckling. Now she's a beautiful lady. Just beautiful. She's all grown up now, rolling up and down the street. And like I was telling you, I mean, at Celebration, when BB-8 rolls out onto that stage, that's like the most, I, I think, the most amazing thing I've ever seen that wasn't like a, a rock show or something. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, it was rock and roll when that dude just zooms out and does his little... This little, I don't know what you call it, that little stride that he had. It was so kick-ass because we thought he was going to be a, he was gonna be a, 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 a CGI thing or a puppet on rods all the time. And I think for, for most of the film, I think he is actually usually kind of a puppet. But but Disney developed that technology because there's a lot of reasons to, to, to exploit that, a lot of reasons to make BB-8 real. The, the as I said before, like it's so weird. Like when like Jurassic Park came out and and everything, you know, even Jar Jar. Because we were so in, impressed with things that weren't there, right? And now we're impressed things are there. Yeah, because it does. It didn't need to be done practically. It could have been done with with CGI. And they're like choosing to do it this way. Now, I, I actually feel I'm actually kind of conflicted about it though. There are I still kind of think it is really impressive when we see certain elements of, of of CGI executed. And I think we're still going to get that with The Force Awakens. But, like, um, it's okay to talk about, like, characters like Maz, right? That are, like, in, like Vanity Fair and stuff. Yeah. You can see that Maz is, like, a motion capture character. And, and so it's obviously it's going to be a CGI character. So I still think that they're going to blow us away with with the, the kind of the George Lucas in, like, the, the last 15, 20 years, like, kind of aspect. But then they're still going to, going back to the original, like, Let's do some puppets, man, because it's cool. Mm. And now they're doing real robots, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was like when, uh, like Mad Max, it all looks real, and so much of it was practical. But when you see the behind-the-scenes things, there's, you know, the the foreground is practical, but then there's a lot of uh, boom crash explosions that are uh, not so practical. Yeah, 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 definitely. And and like on, on Mad Max, I think like if you pause almost any frame of that of that newest film you actually have like almost a beautiful photograph like it really was like well shot but it did at times to me it did have a bit of a graphic novel kind of look to it especially even compared to the original Mad Max films I mean it was amazing I, I, I watched it I think it's three times now so I'm, I'm into it but um, 
but I, I don't know. I I think that we're expecting like this movie to look like Return of the Jedi, but I'm not convinced that The Force Awakens is going to look like an original trilogy film or a prequel trilogy film. I think it's honestly because of the, of the amalgamation of techniques, it's going to look like a sequel trilogy film. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Now, this is what I want to know. You've got so much so much things in your head right. knowledge that I don't want to know recipes uh, no, oh <laughs> okay, yeah Star Wars stuff right <laughs> no okay. what are the Colonel's herbs and spices all 11 now go well honestly what it is is it's uh, it's just it's gungan stuff you don't want to get into it it's just it's gungan stuff <laughs> oh that sounds very yeah. sketchy um but in your head what you know right is The Force Awakens a good film what I from what I know of the movie, I don't think it's going to go by unscathed critically, because I think I think there's going to be things from the fandom that that divide it. But personally, I feel every single decision that I've heard and I've seen from this movie has been the right one. And I think that the the, the takeaway is going to be this is a trilogy. This isn't just one standalone film that needs to be perfect with every loose end tied up this is part this is the first act of a trilogy it's the first part of three so that that's that's going to be really important i think for us fans to accept and we're getting lucky in that there's only going to be like a two-year wait in between films on on this this trilogy that's pretty cool compared to like the nine year yeah and then films in between and yeah cartoons right Podcasts, lots of podcasts, too many podcasts, probably <laughs> too many people in line, too many podcasts. The internet's full. This line is full. We are at breaking point in the whole H line. I did like up the front of the line that the crew that have just been the hardcore. They've got written in chalk. Yes, we've been here for two nights. We're here for Paul H. We love Star Wars. No, we don't like camping out. Like, it's just, they've written right. the answers to every... Because everyone <laughs> keeps coming past. And, what line uh, is this? What line is this? Yeah. What are you guys lined up for? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, uh, let the listeners know where they can uh, ruin the uh, <laughs> end of the movie. <laughs> um, you can go to makingstarwars.net. My Twitter is at makingstarwars.net. Or make, at makingstarwars, excuse me. And the podcast you were saying, it doesn't start off spoilery, like, so we can listen to it. Because I was always too scared to listen to it. Right. Generally speaking, we give a little disclaimer of things are going to go into spoiler territory. And we have a thing that we call, like, department store spoilers. Where if it's looking like, you know, if we're going to talk about something... Oh, these people want to shame me for my spoilers. Um, if, if, we're, if we're getting into something that you're going to see at, you know a fast food restaurant on a cup we will talk about it because it's these are things that you cannot be I don't believe you could be shielded from living in this culture but we don't do, talk about heavy plot points do you have the inside word on Gungan gravy yeah yeah basically what it just what it takes is a couple of dashes of old grandma tarpools special 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 sauce special hot sauce and you, you need some of that boss nas drool <laughs> That's what you need. Okay. I tried too hard on that one. But. Maybe we'll catch up later in the night. <laughs> After that, maybe not. Right? No, we've got plenty of quality time to share. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jason. Thank you. 
All right, you guys, it is 8.40. It is pretty much night time, and there's word of some wristbands. We are with Randy and Jason from MakingStarWars.net. Describe the scene. It's bizarre. It's like the Woodstock of Woodstock, honestly. It's like the Woodstock of polyurethane wristbands. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. It's like Woodstock without any point or music or fun. Oh, I just saw someone hold up a wristband. So the wristband gets us in tomorrow, but doesn't secure the position. No, you still got to sleep in lines. It just gives you the opportunity to sleep in another line. (laughs) A sweeter line. And you guys just said that Variety confirmed no trailer. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it was... Entertainment Weekly first said it, and then Variety confirmed it a few what about? It said no footage. It said no, no footage. footage, in fact. No yeah. footage. Well, well, it said no, no scenes. No scenes. scenes I would mean no footage. It right. could be like behind the scenes stuff. But would you take found footage? Like we just oh, found this yeah. right now. Would you take a Harrison Ford? No. Not good enough. Not good enough. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get Starstruck very easily, so yeah. he would have to. You I want to, to see the thing they made, not the guy who made it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you better put that Indiana Jones on or you, something. You want to see the house, not the guy that just got back there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, badge, please. Badges. <laughs> Let's move in to meet easier to see. Please look at my badge. <laughs> I have a wristband. Are there different On your wrist, please, guys. Sure. Jocelyn, welcome to the podcast. You have a wristband. <laughs> Wait, you, you, I can't get it on. I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't want to make it too tight because then I have to wear it all weekend. I can't get mine oh, it's on. on. It's on. Can you help me with mine? Okay. Wrong hand. Well, one does it have to be on? I think this one. It doesn't matter what side. <laughs> Say hello to everyone, Jocelyn. Hi, everyone. Okay. Okay, it's on. Okay. So you just you don't want to pull off all your arm hairs with no. the adhesive. Okay, we have the we ha- we're we're officially full H people. Yes. Woo! Is she in any official capacity, or is she just a random wristband checker? Hype girl. <laughs> Oh. oh, they they do look like official wristband people. So if they don't show any footage, can you just, like, at the end of the panel, scream out a very exciting scene that we could have seen? Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, JJ, it'd be cool if you did that one scene where you... (laughs) (laughs) And finish what? I think they're just making sure everyone in here has it. If we accidentally skipped you, I am not coming back. Last chance for wristbands. Please show me that they're attached. Thank you, guys. It's one of my favorite Denver songs, Last Chance for Wristbands. Stay in line. 
collectors means we don't have to stay in line. Yeah, I thought that's what they were saying. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. These wristbands are confusing little minxes. Yeah. Okay. Jukwin, just yes. before you go. Yes. Describe, well, I'm coming back. I know, but describe the scene to everyone at home. <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe you're here doing this? No. I No. No. <laughs> no, I mocked these people in a loving way. But now I am one of those people. I have people shining torches in my face and asking me to show my wristband. And I have a fold-out seat on the side of the road. It's very ordered chaos. <laughs> picturesque, though. We're by the bay. It's very picturesque. I feel slightly insane. <laughs> Love it. So it's um it's twelve thirty nine AM <laughs> We're in under the tents in the Hall H line and there is a guy next to us snoring <laughs> so loudly. There's more than one guy. There's at least five people snoring like <laughs> it can't even be real. It's like a cartoon. Do you think the mic will pick up on that? I don't think so. (laughs) 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 All right, so we might be slightly losing our shit here. Um, How are you feeling, Jocelyn? I'm good. I'm comfy in my sleeping bag. In my sleeping bag. I just can't believe how comfy and happily that guy's sleeping and snoring. It is pretty comfortable where we are. So we're in these little tents, these these long sort of marquee tents in a line. (laughs) And, um, oh, that guy is killing it, snoring. And um, there's this little, is it real grass? Yeah, it's real grass. I think so. I think it's real. It's like... I think it's fake real. You know when they... Roll it, roll it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. Yeah, it's definitely not grown here. No. So we're on this really nice soft grass, and um, if you are into Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, you might be pretty sad tomorrow because, as far as I can tell, it was just Star Wars fans lined up. Yeah. Oh, how can you tell? Just buy t-shirts and stuff. Oh. Although Dominic, um, who I was hanging around with today, he he really likes Game of Thrones. He does a Game of Thrones podcast as well. So I feel he, like it will cross over a lot. I guess. Not for me. You haven't watched either of those shows. No. Well, the one thing that'll be interesting at the Game of Thrones thing is Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Captain Phasma mm-hmm. in the new movie, The Silver Stormtrooper. Oh. So she'll be out. So, I, like, I, I just think that she's just going to, like, there'll just be a moderate ovation for everyone and then her people will just go mental for. But she hasn't even done anything yet. That's what I don't understand. That's the same with you buying toys for the movie that hasn't come out yet. I don't... <laughs> that guy's snoring is so distracting. 
Like she hasn't been in Star Wars yet. She might screw it up. Why are we cheering? Let's let's wait and see what happens and then cheer. Oh, like, ex- we can give her a like. We're still excited. Yeah, we can be excited. But I feel like let's let's all calm down. Okay, well when Gwendolyn Christie comes out in Game of Thrones, Jackie's gonna be sitting up the front with her arms crossed. <laughs> or, or or tapping her watch going, We'll see. <laughs> exactly. Time will tell, Gwendolyn. <laughs> Time will tell. She has to prove herself before she gets a standing ovation. She certainly does. Hey! There is, um, we're just wrapping up the day's podcast. Oh, you are? Yeah. You're doing it from there? Yeah. You're editing it and everything? No, not yet. Oh, you're recording. Yeah. How, uh, did you go, we're with Randy from Making Star Wars. What, um... Did you refresh? Are you showered? Uh, slightly refreshed. Uh, um, I wouldn't say all the way recharged, but definitely on the way. Uh, a nap will do. Do wonders. Well, uh, what we can tell you about this line is is that um, Star Wars fans really know how to snore. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, you'd have a lot of experience in that. I imagine this line. It looks like everyone's pretty pretty peaceful. Yeah. it's... It's amazing what a 36-hour line will do to people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap up today. Tomorrow's hopefully one of the best days ever when Harrison Ford comes out. Wait, Wait, but before we wrap up, you should get closer to that guy so people can hear him snoring. (laughs) No. You just have to go a little bit closer. Come on. All right, I'm going to try. Yes. You guys, I do anything for you guys. All right, I'm on the mission. I hope you heard that. <laughs> I had to just crawl up behind someone to sleep. You were kidding, that's some serious story. Yeah, it's that's insane. Story. Are you happy? I'm so happy. <laughs> I think the listeners will be happy as well. Okay, well, I hope that picked up. I was very nervous. There's no way it didn't pick up. If you can hear my voice, then you can hear that snoring. Like... <laughs> All right, well, we're going to lock it off for day two at Comic-Con. Um, if you're enjoying it, share the little share the little announcement on Facebook, retweet it on uh, Twitter and uh, re-gram it on Instagram and write a sweet five-star review in iTunes because we're working hard to get this to. And uh, tomorrow's going to be probably the best day ever. It better be. Because I'm really looking forward to that 17th annual animation festival. It's, it's what it's all about here at the Comic Con. See you tomorrow. <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.